Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to listen to the rest of this episode. Whoops, wrong franchise. We're going to Britain now. Josh, let's hear your British accent. Hello. I knew it. (laughs) How's it going, everybody? It's going good. And I have to say, we must wish a very happy birthday to Mr. Josh Needle, just turned good old 21 years old. Josh, what was your first uh, legal beverage of choice? I haven't had it yet. Oh, really? Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to go anywhere. I was at uh, school all day yesterday till ten o'clock, and then I didn't get a chance to go anywhere. Uh, but possibly tomorrow that might be happening. So, Attaboy. That's rough. I'm sorry. Wait, I had the I'm same not... thing happened to me on my twenty-first too. I was at school till nine o'clock. Well, my birthday's on a Friday this year, April 29th for the win. So, <laughs> f all y'all. Anyways, uh, yeah, guys, here we are. Another another week, another episode, and another movie. You guys got your Star Wars last week, and I get my Bond this week, so I think uh, we're all we're all happy. But before we get into that, uh, Josh, this has been a pretty busy week, movie-wise. And since I've been shuttling back and forth between here and Ithaca, Ithaca and Buffalo, Buffalo for th- all, all day, day. Uh, I'm going to trust that you've got some stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, the first thing well, is actually, uh, really kind of, it's not movie news per se, but it's a movie related topic. I'm sure you guys have at least heard of it. Uh, it's pretty, it's a kind of a more serious thing. Uh, you guys heard of uh, Daniel Fleetwood? Oh, you're going to bum me right, right out. out. Yeah, I just wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think it's, this started maybe three weeks ago. Uh, he's a mass, he was a massive Star Wars fan. Um, and he was diagnosed with this really rare form of cancer. Um, and so he wasn't going to be able to see The Force Awakens because he didn't have that much time to live. So he got a campaign going. Uh, people from the cast, uh, John Boyega, Mark Hamill, a um, bunch of other people, uh, they all got together. All the fans in the world, they got together. Uh, they got um, a hold of JJ uh, about four or five nights ago. JJ called him. They set up a screening and he got to see the movie. Um, so I'm really happy for him. I'm really got, glad that all of us fans, this whole internet community, we did something good. Um, yeah, and then, uh, so that was really great. He saw it a few nights ago, and then, unfortunately, uh, earlier today, or actually last night, um, he passed away. So just wanted to say, rest in peace, Daniel. I'm really happy you got to see the movie. Absolutely. And before anybody listening or... Is tries to be a jerk over the internet. Just keep in mind all the cool stuff that the internet can do as well. I mean, this guy, whoa, is, he got this. He got a two month diagnosis in July, and he stuck it out and fought his way through November. And it was really cool to see. Yeah, like like you were talking about, Josh. It was really cool to see J- Boyega especially because he's kind of he's one of the fresher faces to for him to take this, uh, take it by the horns. And uh, glad that Daniel got got uh, a good end at least to his story. So. Mm-hmm. Now he'll forever be known as the first person to see the new Star Wars movie, first first citizen. So, uh, yeah, certainly rest in peace, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave put of in memory of that. That would be really nice if they did that. I was thinking of that too. Yeah, right. but 
Okay, so moving on uh, from a bit to a bit more uh, happier stuff. Hmm. Um, well, I guess I'll stick with the uh, one other Star Wars story. Uh, it's not that big. Uh, we got a couple. We got some posters. We talked about it for two, two hours, hours last week. <laughs> what do you more do you want to talk about? There's what is there to say? Got, got awesome. Yeah. yeah. Really. It's good to see in space that um, a Phillips head screw exists. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so we got, like, there's one for, like, Han, Leia. You hate me Ray so Finch. much. It's all good. Um, but, yeah, I thought these posters were cool. Hello, so, Ringo, thing to mention. Mm-hmm. They're cool. I, except, well, I, got, I have to point out, just because I'm going to be the jerk on the on the panel, everybody's got, like, a lightsaber, the staff, or a blaster in front of their eye, and then you got Carrie Fisher, who's, like, in a 3D kind of, kind of just like presentation. Like, what are you doing, Carrie? I don't know what it is. I think it's, I think it's. It reminds me of one of those things you see in the horror movies where it's like, uh, it's like those like lasers that go around the room, but they're not. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they're <laughs> called. It looks more like Star Trek than Star Wars, but whatever. Um, right. Okay, and then so I guess this is our first bit of uh, big news. Uh, we got. We did, and I'm still, still okay. crying. Yeah. Still crying. So How great does this look? It looks oh great. Uh, we got the t- we got the logo. We got a bit of a plot synopsis. Uh, we got some photos. We got to see uh, what's what's the actor's name? Uh, Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. We got to see Eddie Redmayne in full costume. Looks awesome. It feels very much like Harry Potter. Uh, really brought me back into that world. I got really nostalgic seeing uh, this. The specific photo I really loved was the one with him like holding his hands like on a chair. And he has his suitcase in the other hand. He's looking up. You know which one I'm talking about? He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that one really, like, I was like, that looks like the wizarding world. So that one really got me excited. Um, but yeah, everything I'm seeing looks great. Love J.K. Rowling. Love the book she wrote. Uh, I don't know how she does as a screenwriter, but we'll see. It's going to be that hard. Yeah. You can do a book. I, I, can you do a I screen? Think Steve, I think I read Steve Cloves, who wrote the screenplays of the movies, also helped, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And David Not Yates. a uh, he's producing it, but uh, not according to Wikipedia that he's he didn't? Uh, okay. writing it. So. Um, and then David Yates, he directed he directed uh, the last four movies. Um, I loved what he did, so I'm, I'm excited to hear he's coming back. Um, so yeah, and again, a great cast. Uh, the story uh, sounds really interesting. It's in New York, not Britain. Uh, it's in early 20s or uh, late 1920s, actually. But uh, it's it just I'm really excited about this. What do you guys think? It's awesome. It's it's Harry Potter, and it looks it's it's in good hands. David Heyman, like you said, uh, Cloves, J.K. Um, you know, just the I've, I'm I'm so excited to see the Wizarding World in America. Like that's just uh, that would that just seems so. It it seems like J, J.K. is going to have a lot to say say here, uh, criticizing I guess American culture, but. Um, it just, I mean, I mean Eddie, Eddie Redmayne is just, yeah. looks, looks fantastic. fantastic. Oh my God. Did you, you also, did you also see what, uh, what, uh, Americans call non-magic people? Yeah. No madges or I don't know how you exactly pronounce it, but no, no madge or something. That's uh, awful. That's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's like, JK is like, all right, I need the name for non-magical people in Can't America. see moguls again because you know. My no only thing is, I feel like like that completely tells, sounds like an American thing that we would say, except it sounds Something more like really. this year <laughs> rather than the 1920s. Because back really they had more class back then as opposed to now, where selfie is in the dictionary. So, um, but yeah, 
Um, so that's uh, anything else, uh, Cody? I didn't look at them. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm not gonna pretend I'm trying to keep this movie a surprise to me. I don't care about it that much. Tell you the truth. Okay. Um, that's cool. I think that that's the Harry Potter story is good, self-contained. It doesn't. It's not really necessary, but I'll watch it when it comes out. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I kind of. I mean, well, I mean, it's not really Harry Potter story. It's just in that world. Because to me, this is like this Harry Potter is like kind of on that Star Wars level. It's not as huge, but like where you could tell different stories in different to- uh, portions of time in different <laughs> locations. I mean, I just think there's a lot of uh, stuff. I think there's a lot of kind of potential that could be. Yeah. Yeah, Josh and I, you were you and I were corresponding about this on Twitter when you kind of you had your list of pitches for Harry Potter movies, and it's like it's just I I, I, I somehow I didn't realize how much you could do with this world until I saw that with like Ors and like a kind of a cop show sort of thing, <laughs> the Founders. Like, like the, that's just that's there's so, so much, much cool stuff, stuff you can. That do. That is the one that I I don't know if, I I think I, I read that one as an idea somewhere, but that's just mm-hmm. like this the idea of just focusing on the Founders of Hogwarts back in the early. I, I don't even remember what year it is in the books, but it's way, way, way back in time. And it's just that that kind of story would really intrigue me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think there's a lot can be done. So I'm really excited about this. Okay. Yeah. And then next up, we got uh, a couple little uh, casting things. Uh, Riz Ahmed. Do you guys know who that is? Mm, he was in, he was in Nightcrawler. He was the. Oh, that guy. Oh. oh, yeah. All right. He's, he's a person. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, he's joining the cast of the next movie. That's, That's a good, good place for him. him. Yeah. Still uh, making those too. Oh yeah. I'm excited about this one. They got a uh, Paul Greengrass and uh, Matt Damon back after. They, can, can they call, they call it Born, Born Five Reborn? Just because. <laughs> I would, I'd be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> How have they done that yet? That's crazy. But. I, I heard that they were going to call it. The Born uh, Revenge or something. I don't remember what exactly that was, but something along those lines. I don't know if that's true, but... Um, okay, and then another uh, casting. What is it? Uh, we have... Uh, sorry, I hope you guys are... David Schwimmer, cast in the new Star Wars film. <laughs> We're going to be going under the sea to revisit oh, yeah. The Little Mermaid with Chloe Moretz in the title role. How do you guys feel about this? I thought, I thought you were talking about, about Finding Dory, Dory but okay. <laughs> uh, but, Sorry, uh, what was the movie again? Uh, the little we're doing. We're there, uh, there's a live action Little Mermaid. Uh, uh, well, I like Chloe Moretz, like a lot. Um, I think that this is another unnecessary movie, but I'm not going to see it. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait to see what Rotten Tomato thinks about it. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I I like the Little Mermaid, the uh, Disney movie. I, it's not like one of my favorite Disney movies, but I really like it. It's a good movie. Um, I think a live action. Ver- the thing is, this isn't Disney doing it. This is not really. No, this is because the Little Mermaid isn't a Disney property. It's I mean, it's uh, what's the right? What's the word? Uh, it's uh, public domain. domain. Yeah, public domain. So it's a story that anyone could do. But the thing is, like. Uh, I think it's Universal that's doing it. I might be wrong. Um, they aren't able to do any of the... Like, if they want to make it a musical, they can't use any of the Little Mermaid Disney songs or anything like that. Like, Sebastian <laughs> the, the Crab can't be in it. Oh, my God. That was why, the whole reason I liked it. <laughs> yeah, why, why is this happening, happening then? Uh, 
I don't know. But uh, I, I'm excited for it. I think it's a, on on its own. It's it's a good story um, in live action. It could be good. Uh, I like the writer uh, that they got. I'm trying to remember what he uh, exactly did, but and uh, they don't have a director yet. Uh, it's I think it's supposed to come out in 2017 or 2018. I don't remember exactly, but um, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I love Chloe Moretz. Uh, she she's made some iffy choices the last year or so. She's doing more like young adult stuff, so. Well, she probably had bills to pay, yeah. and those are easy to do. <laughs> I just hope she does kick ass three, if that ever happens. But okay, and then, and then we got uh, the Activision, the video game company, um, and Blizzard. They are forming to make a film studio. So <sighs> now there are films uh, based on Call of Duty. Skylanders, <sighs> Diablo, Starcraft, uh, and I think I also saw The Witcher, unless that's a different... Oh, that might studio. be cool. Yeah, so there's a bunch of these video game movies being developed. Um, I, I really know, I haven't really played any of these types of games. I mean, I haven't played Witcher, I haven't... I played Call of Duty, I'm not a Call of Duty fan, they're all the same, but I mean, you could do anything. No, that's, that's just, you take a movie like the the action parts of Zero Dark Thirty and for an hour and a half and have Michael Bay direct it. There you go, a billion dollars. <laughs> but no, I think um, I think StarCraft has potential if they follow the story from the video game, which was really good when I played it back in two thousand and two. From what I remember, second grade me can even comprehend what StarCraft was. Well, and Call of Duty. Oh, sorry, Cody. Go ahead. The Witcher. I'm sorry. No, no, you go. The ahead. Witcher. Sorry. I think can be good because that's a um that was a book series before it was a video game. So there's a lot of uh, material for them to uh, sift through. I'm done. All I want from the Call of Duty movie is it to just be two hours of quick scopes, no scopes. That would make me. Really Just happy. a, a capture card of both sides of um on Rust and from Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interventions only. Jeez, that was the. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm surprised. I, I give them credit for their for not pulling the trigger. No, no pun intended on that sooner. sooner. But it's yeah. gonna be like you know, 15 <laughs> years after the first one came out, or 20 years before they make a, a movie out of it. Has around that long? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think um, that came out the only, like the only one I played. I played Modern Warfare Two. That's the only one I've ever actually like played in full. Everything else I've just kind of like, Black Ops, Nazi Zombies, can't beat it. That game's that's fun. I, I that was my jam. Um, yeah, for a long time. Same, <laughs> same. Right. And then uh, last we have we just have a couple of trailers. Uh, we have one for the Michael Bay movie Thirteen Hours. You guys watch this? Yeah. Nope. Oh wait, yeah, I saw it. I saw it in the theater. <laughs> Is that memorable, Cody? I just remember because Michael Bay. I was like, "Oh, this looks almost interesting." And then I saw Michael Bay. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a piece of crap." Yeah, I love. I, I'm really excited for him to continue taking on political, politically themed movies. He's he's got a a bright future in and uh, that kind of film. He's, I don't. Uh, I don't want to go on a big rant. I hate Michael Bay. Oh, oh I you say I. I cannot I hate. stand Michael Bay. He's yeah. done a couple of okay movies, decent movies. That's it. I, I, 
this is to me i feel like this is going to be pearl harbor all over again which is one of my most <laughs> this is my Wait, one, which one pearl the the both, real one both um but like that movie is one of my most hated movies of all time i despise everything about that movie except you know the obviously the big pearl harbor scene it's it's decently done everything before and after and even a bit during that is garbage that i want to erase from my memory and never ever think about again but uh i'll say it uh one thing i'll say about michael bay he makes good trailers every trailer for all of his movies it's always been good this trailer it's awesome i still don't care i i don't <laughs> want to see the movie i'm not going to see the movie i refuse to pay money to see a michael bay movie until he makes some kind of huge turnaround and starts making great movies which i doubt will ever happen this is it this is his zero dark 30 he's gonna win an oscar for this movie how oh. dare you compare it's coming out in july <laughs> did you just compare so. michael bay to Catherine bigelow June, oh my god um i still haven't seen yeah. zero dark 30 oh really um, so movie. here i am good movie um, uh you know my favorite scene from uh pearl harbor is the ending when it's over no, no, no. When, like, that initial scene where they're bombing the aircraft carrier and you see that guy come out from the ship, like, with his toothbrush and his towel wrapped around himself. Like, he, toothbrush, not just toothbrush holding it, but, like, toothbrush in his mouth. Like, he didn't stop brushing. Like, go, that guy's dedication has always Michael stood Bay to me. thinks he's so funny, and he's not funny. There was another guy that said, I can't swim. And he's not serving at Pearl Harbor. So, <laughs> that's our military, you guys. All right, and then uh, next trailer we got is Alice Through the Looking Glass, which is a sequel to Alice in Wonderland. Can I just one go, second? Go for it. Go for it. Alice in Wonderland, it's kind of, the best thing I can compare it to is if is is if Garfield, SpongeBob, and Homer Simpson just vomited on a t- on a TV screen, and that's kind of what it was. That movie is one of the worst things I think I've ever seen. It is horrible, except for, I, obviously I'm going to say this, but except for the cat, except for the Cheshire cat, that movie is just the worst. That's just bias. You like cats too much. I know, but uh, but I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm a dog that movie, person. That movie made me very. That movie made me sick to my stomach, and it still wow, does. Really? The fact that it's getting a sequel and it's going to be a franchise. Hey, just, money, money talks, man. I know the dollar bills are singing, but oh god, how is that relevant anymore? It's like five years later, it's, isn't it? It's the same with Avatar, which which I well, I I actually really like Avatar, but just an example like Avatar, it made a think yeah, like two point whatever billion dollars. They're still working on the sequel. It's not going to make that much money. Same thing with this. This is not going to be that successful. But <laughs> I wanted to make like ten dollars because Mia Wasikowska has no. It doesn't. She's not a real actress. She's just surprised all the time oh I, I just i actually really like me i liked her in crimson peak yeah, I, I really like her as an actress but um well, and then J- tim burton's not even around he's gone thank he's gone. god like tim yeah i'm not that you. makes it better yeah i hate yeah. tim burton yeah, i'm not a oh, tim I love that guy. i'm not a tim burton fan i'm really not other I, than his batman movies and beetlejuice and maybe Wee's big adventure Get away from me! I hate him so much. One it of creeps his, me out. One of his movies is my favorite. One of my favorites of all time. It's a uh, Edward Scissorhands. And he's done a couple others of his old stuff that I really like. I, mm. I'm not a fan of the guy. I really don't think he's that. I don't. I just don't like his style. I don't think it applies to a lot of the movies he does. But anyway, yeah. uh, I saw the trailer. Didn't do much for me. I didn't hate the first movie. It was whatever. Yeah. I thought the battle scenes were kind of cool. Some of the CGI looked cool. Some of it looked like a giant cartoon. Horrible, but. It was whatever. I didn't hate it. I don't remember like almost anything about it. 
but this looks pretty much just I don't care. So, um, I don't think anybody cared in the production of that movie. <laughs> that one person gave it actual thought. <sighs> All right, and then uh, so next up we have a trailer for a movie I, I was kind of maybe am not excited for, <laughs> but uh, that would be Warcraft. Oh God, same same as what I said earlier. From Alice in Wonderland, it looks like this looks like garbage. No, that movie, yeah, it looks awful. I don't. I'm so torn. I think the movie. Well, I don't know if I said that. I think the trailer. It's a. I think it's a very good trailer. I think the content in the trailer isn't that great. Um, I'm really it's just. Tr- I'm just really speaking about the the visual effects. It looks. It looks bad. It it's it tr- really reminds me of The Hobbit. Yeah. Wait, those orcs are awful. It's trying so hard to look like a Lord of the Rings movie. It's trying to trick people into thinking it's Lord of the Rings when it's not. It's so dumb. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that, but it just. I just. I just can't buy into it because I, it really is just the orcs. The orcs look so fake. There's so much fake everything everywhere. There's nothing. I mean, you have these humans. Char- you have these human characters in costume. They look fine, and you have some cool. Some cool action. I'll give it that. But everything, it just looks, all these, real, a couple of real elements interacting in this giant fake nothingness. And it just, I can't care. I can't care if there's nothing real for me to care about. Um, so. Okay, let me uh, let me ask you guys a question. So, how long would you say the post-production process was as far as, so like, editing, sound effects, they, visuals, they all that kind of stopped, stuff? They finished filming this uh, earlier yeah, this year. Give me, yeah, a rough estimate. What do you think, uh, how long do you think the... Post-production I'm, I'm gonna assume a year and a half. I have no idea. Cody, I don't know. Just throw out a guess, like X amount of months. Um, sixteen months. Well, Josh was close. It was twenty months of post-production. Twenty. That is a year and eight months for a hundred and twenty-three day shoot. That is insane. Spectre was made. Spectre was shot, edited, and put together in a year. That's it. Like the whole thing. And this thing is just oh my god! Duncan Jones is better than this. I, I, I think is that's why I'm still kind of looking forward to this. I love Duncan Jones. Source Code. Did you guys see Source Code? Oh yeah, I, love, I, I love Source Code. Uh, did uh, I? Oh, I, I loved it. Um, and then uh, Moon. If you haven't seen Moon, see Moon. I haven't it's, seen it. It's incredible. Um, but um, yeah, I just I don't know what to think. I'm honestly I'm just I'm gonna see it because I'll get to see it for free because I'm working at the theater during the summer, but. Um, you know, I just, I want it to be good. I'm very nervous. I've heard from people, I mean, from the interviews I've heard and like people that are, I mean, I can't really rely on this because it's people that are close to people that are working on the movie, but they say people that have seen it say it's good. I don't. Well, their job is to sell an audience. Exactly. They have not sold me. Can't trust that at all. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm I'm hopeful. This is just it's just so low on the list of what I would want Duncan Jones to do after seeing Source Code. This movie up until last when was when was Comic Con? July when we, when the Comic Con footage came out and it was leaked. Um, um, but yeah, so I was really looking forward to this, and then that Comic Con footage came out and it was leaked, so I couldn't really give a full judgment on it. And now we see this, and it's just kind of reminding me of what we saw before. Yeah. So I don't know. I, 
I want it to be good. I hope it's good. I trust Duncan Jones, but I'm very skeptical. So we'll see. Yeah, I have very low expectations for that film. Yeah. Well, a uh, couple more quick things, Josh. Let's try to hit on yep. Finding Dory. Yeah, that's that... what I was getting to. Oh, okay. great. 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 Uh, so we have our first. We have a poster and our first. Not even. I guess it's a teaser. It's more of like a just announcement trailer because I don't really give away anything about anything. It's just here's Dory and Nemo. So. <laughs> But uh, did you guys see the trailer? Just nope. finished. I just watched it. It was so cute. Yeah, Finding Nemo for me is one of those movies that I've just seen a million times. Like, it was always on. Like, I remember I remember coming home from school one day and having, like, my mom was there, my sister was there. And she's like, oh, they're they're tearing up the carpets. Come upstairs. And she made popcorn. We all just kind of hung out and watched Finding Nemo a few times. So that's a it's a movie that's very near and dear to my heart. And I'm, I'm so excited for the next one. It looks like they're doing... They're doing the right, the right things with it. Finding Nemo is my favorite Pixar movie. Oh, I love Finding Nemo. It's like it may be one of my favorite movies of all time. I it's a masterpiece. I love Finding Nemo, but it's also one of those movies I have not. I don't watch it that often because it's in a. To me, it's it's one of the most emotional. It might be Pixar's most emotional movie. It is. I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you on that one, Josh. Just because the opening of Up. Is one thousand times more emotional yeah, than Finding Nemo but, will ever be. But, Bing Bong, Toy, Toy Story, or not Toy Story, Inside Out. But come on. here's the thing: what what happens after the first ten minutes of Inside, or not up, or of up? <laughs> he gets great. great. Eh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, I, it's okay. <laughs> I love I love uh, Finding Nemo. Um, it's maybe maybe if if it's the only other Pixar movie that like could be my favorite is Toy Story three, but. Uh, yeah, it's fine and emo. It's great. I love the characters. Uh, it's just it really gets me every time. The opening is crazy intense, really powerful. I mean, the score, Thomas Newman. I actually have it. Let's do it a lot. Um, just, I, I love that movie. Dory is so funny. I love oh, yeah. Ellen. Um, she's great. Um, I was I was excited about this originally, but it wasn't like I was like they're putting Dory as the lead character. I don't know if that can work because she's a side <laughs> character. But yeah. I, I, um, as long as Nemo and Marlin are kind of along for the ride, and it's more maybe not so much, it's more of kind of a, a trio to go that route. Um, I don't know how they're gonna do it, but uh, I like the trailer. It didn't like blow me away or anything. But we still have uh, when does this come out? July, June? Yeah, June. Uh, we still have like seven months. It comes out, so we'll probably get a more like story-based trailer in a few months. So. Um, but uh, I'm, I like the trailer. It's fine. Uh, you know, brought me back into that little world. So I was excited that, by it. And that kid sounds exactly like Nemo. He so does. That's amazing. He sounds very much like him. That's crazy. Good for him. Getting some work. And uh, I guess one more quick thing before we talk to talk about Spectre, Josh. I want to get both of your impressions on the new Star Wars trailer that we didn't know we were going to get. The international you, one? Yeah. Did you guys watch it? I did. Yep. Um, it's it's Thoughts? really good. Uh, just thing is, after after a while, I don't I don't watch the trailers like a million times over. Like, it's it's a it's a great trailer and it shows some really cool footage. But like after a point, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I originally said I would watch everything, but like I, I, yeah. I'm gonna stop now. I'm probably gonna stop. Now. <laughs> there's there's supposed to be a uh, ABC special on Thursday, showing oh, yeah. some more exclusive stuff. I'm probably not gonna watch that. So. I'll wait for it to be on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, but no, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it, it, I it looked, it was again, cool. It just, I, 
I can't wait for this thing. I, I need it. I've been waiting 10 years, and now i got to wait a little over a month. So yeah, That's pretty crazy. We are at the... We are getting pretty close to to the countdown, the final countdown. So, I've been at the countdown since forever, since it was announced, pretty much. Oh gosh! <laughs> and uh, uh, one other real quick thing is that uh, we're going to be getting some casting news for episode eight. What? Uh yeah, that's yeah. Uh, JJ said the script. I mean, he said the script is already done for eight. Oh really? Yeah, the script for eight's done. Uh, they start. I think they already started filming some of yeah, it. Yeah, pickup shots in Iceland. So hmm. we're gonna. I think they're supposed to start filming that in like next February or March or something. Not too late to can, Colin Trevor. You guys we got time. We got time. <laughs> we'll start a petition. I was walking. I was walking through Best Buy today with my dad, and they had a setup for uh, Jurassic like World. a home theater thing, and they're playing Jurassic World, and I was just like, oh god. <sighs> Good movie, but uh, this is our Star Wars director. I don't. I you saw that part where the T Rex was riding the, uh, or the, <laughs> the Velociraptor was riding the T Rex. I was fine with that. And just, you cried because that was the coolest thing you'll ever see in a movie. Pretty much, yeah. <sighs> I'm still fine with Colin Trevorrow directing it. I, again, I'd I'd like someone else, but Duncan Jones, man. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. For Michael Bay for Star Wars. I would, hashtag. I would take Colin Trevorrow. What about, okay, what about Michael Bay to direct the action sequences and Steven Spielberg so to direct everything that's else? That's my dream. That's actually my dream combination because I love Michael Bay. Oh, when wow. He does cool. just the action because he does great action scenes, but there's no heart to it or any weight at all. But if you have a director kind of working with him, that'd be amazing, especially like Spielberg. So. That'd be a cool thing to see one day, and they're they're good friends. So to be a fly on the wall. All right, uh, guys, <laughs> here's the moment I've been waiting for for a very very long. Let's talk about some Spectre. This organization. Do you know what it's called? Its name is Spectre. All right. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and start. Because Go for it. I'm you probably the most it, obvious. I'm still. I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say. But um, I guess let's just go around and let's talk about the the Bond franchise. We'll start start off just in a general sense, like of all 24 initial releases, and then we'll narrow down to the Daniel Craig films. Um, so for me, I actually uh, I recently, I, well, maybe not recently, but last January, I got the Bond 50 Blu-ray pack for Christmas, and I pretty much spent that month watching all of them, and you know, I, I can't help it, but these are just. This is I. I don't know if this is my franchise. I, I still think Harry Potter's uh, got that distinction, but I just love a good, a good Bond movie, and I'm just like, just going back to, to, how where this franchise has been. People forget that this is, by the numbers, the most successful franchise, like ever, like ever ever. Like, just with the the amount of movies and the box office that it's brought in. And just as a quick uh, reminder, well, not a reminder, but just to run through this, uh, a ranking they put together, my bottom, my least favorite Bond movies are Die Another Day at the bottom, Live and Let Die right above it, Diamonds Are Forever, View to a Kill, Octopussy, and then everything else above that I like in a strange order. Um, so these are just like, you know, Bond, it's so much fun to talk about, and you can take it so many different ways, and certainly... I, I was kind of exposed to this whole thing through, oddly enough, the worst, or quote-unquote worst, of this new series. Quantum Solace was the first yeah. one I ever saw. 
I still, I defend the movie. I still like it. I think it's pretty good. It's my, uh, look at my ranking. It's, I think it's my sixth favorite, something like that. I think it's a really, f- yeah, yeah, of all of them. I like it. I think it's really good. Well, I, I would say really good. It's like an eight for me. Seven and a half. Oh my eight. god. I like okay. it. I like it. Hey. So, I understand its my... flaws, but I like it. And then <laughs> Casino Royale. Up until recently, Casino Royale and Skyfall were just f- battling it out to be my favorite. And I've since realized that I do like Skyfall a lot more. But um, just overall, especially with these Craig films, it's just been such such a fun ride. And I don't, which a ride that I don't think is quite over yet. But we'll get to that later. Uh, Cody, you just recently watched the last three Craig films. All in one day. Yeah, what was what was the experience like? How'd you come out? It was awesome. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Casino Royale was as good as the first time I watched it back in theaters. So it was a while since I saw it, but no, it was great. I loved the story. I loved James Bond was so cool. And although that last segment just seems kind of tacked on at the end. I think it's probably the single most important sequence of Craig's movies. Mm-hmm. You know that part with uh, Vesper. Yeah. Just Yeah. I thought it was great. Casino Royale is good, but then they went to Quantum of Solace, which was during the writer's strike, I guess. And it was just a big revenge rampage film. Yeah. And I didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> and it was very poorly edited. Like, bad. I don't, I don't know why they thought it was a good idea. And then it just the plot didn't really go anywhere. They were no further to uh, closer to finding out the organization that killed Vesper or whatever, stole her boyfriend or you know. Then Skyfall came out and was amazing. The actual best one. Everything about that movie was just so good. Did you cry? I won't... No. <laughs> I came close a couple of times. It's so I good. think there were a couple of things I would have done differently at the end, but... Like, other than that... I dropped a couple of paint cans from the top of the stairs. Home Alone reference. <laughs> Home Alone did even more, yeah. Uh... Is that all you want me to talk about, or you want me to go on to Spectre now? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, Josh, you go ahead. I want to see what you have to say. Uh, so I haven't actually seen any of the other Bond movies um, before the Craig movies. As much as as much as purists will say you have to see them, you've got it. You have to see like oh, five I, of them. I'll, I'll definitely go. I'll let you know which ones you got to check out. I'm, I'm gonna try. I, I was I, I was trying to watch them all before Spectre, but that didn't happen. Yeah, there's uh, 24 of those bad boys. Yeah, um, but uh, I've, I've seen bits and pieces of some of them, um, mainly just the ones with, uh, uh, what, what's the original his name? You played Daniel Jones' dad. Oh, um, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. I've seen most, I've seen bits and pieces of most of the ones of those, um, but uh, the only ones I've seen are just the last three. So, uh, like you, uh, Cody, actually on a Saturday night, I watched Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, and Skyfall back to back to back. And, uh, yeah, it was the first time I've, it's, it was the first time I'd seen Casino Royale or Quantum since I actually originally saw them, like, two or three years ago. Um, yeah, Casino Royale, awesome, fantastic movie, love it, it's, uh, it's awesome. Uh, Daniel Craig freaking kills it, he's so, he's so good in that movie. Um, just a really good movie, uh, Vesper, great character, uh, great Bond girl, 
Um, really fun story. Um, a lot of really, really well done tension. Um, just a, re a really fun spy movie. Um, the Quantum of Solace. Uh, it's, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> killing me. It's, it's fine. I like it. I thing is, I watched it that Saturday night. Yeah. When I went to see Spectre Sunday afternoon, I didn't remember anything that I'd watched in Quantum of Solace. I just because <laughs> nothing happened, happened it's in just it. A, it's fine. Uh, to me, it's like it's about as memorable as any Jason Statham action movie. Ooh, oh, burn. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's fine. Mm. It's it is what it is. I don't. It's not bad. It's just fine. Um, and then uh, Skyfall. Skyfall is my favorite of the three. I love Absolutely. Skyfall. I've seen it multiple times. Um, as my favorite villain of the any of the movies, uh, Silva, played by uh, Javier Bardem. Uh, just his intro, his uh, entrance. Oh, it's it so, so good. good. So good. Mummy was very bad. Such a. He's so good. He's so memorable, and I. He, I mean, to me, he was instantly iconic. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah. What I loved about him was. Uh, he didn't show up for 45 minutes. And then when it was just a long shot of him walking towards James Bond when they introduced him, I thought that was the ballsiest thing the director ever did. And it worked out so well. It, it made me love that villain so much <laughs> the second I saw him. I, yeah, again, it's just a really fantastic movie. I love it. Um, uh, but yeah, just a really great movie. So that's my uh, little... Those are my thoughts on the Bond movies so far. All right. Well, let's move on to the task at hand. Spectre, you guys. What do you? What are? What are some thoughts? What are you thinking, Cody? I want to start with you here. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Like a lot. Like I thought it was great. It was no Skyfall. Mm -hmm. It's probably tied for Casino Royale for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, I thought it was awesome. Christoph Waltz killed it when he was in it. But, no, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I thought it was interesting. It kept my attention the whole time. I don't understand the Rotten Tomato scores. Honestly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's been driving uh, me crazy. <laughs> it's they just Rotten Tomatoes. Like what do they know? They like it. A lot. Wow. Not by it's much. like a 66. 66% of people like it. That's the majority of that's the majority know, of the critics. Not, not what it deserved. That, that should be at least a 75. But that's Thank all you. that means is that's how many people liked it. The actual number that matters is the average score. 60, like, that's a 64. 64. Well. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I thought it, it was fun. I loved the opening sequence was awesome. It was so cool. That long tracking shot at the beginning. Oh, my God. Walking on the rooftops. Made me, <gasps> made me want to see the whole movie in it like Birdman, but. <laughs> That'd be something. Oh my God. That's just, I want that in every movie I see now, so here I am. But, no, I thought it was wonderful. All right, Josh. I feel I have a feeling you're lower on it than us. I have uh, no idea what you think. I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, I didn't love it. It's not near Casino Royale. It's not near Skyfall. But uh, it's, I think it's a really, really strong movie. Um, it's, I have some issues with it, um, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, yeah, I mean, just yeah, it's a real. I thought it was real. It's definitely better than Quantum of Solace. Um, uh, it's a really. I think it's a fun, uh, solid follow up to Skyfall. Um, but yeah, I just I think it's a really good movie. Uh, and I, I yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. So that's what I thought of Spectre. All right. All right. 
Well, here we are, gentlemen. Uh, I think <laughs> when I went into this movie, no, 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 I'm just, it's when I went to this movie, and I think I, I I talked to you about this. I don't know via text or via Twitter or something like that, Josh. But I I've I've been thinking to myself. I said, okay, there people are not getting this movie. They're not. And I was I'm fully I'm fully ready to be wrong because I've been wrong before, like with Dark Knight Rises. I was like, people just don't get it. But I'm like, oh no, this actually is not great. Ugh. But with this movie. I think people are missing the point of it completely. I think, personally, this to me, right now, is a notch under Skyfall. But with a couple of watches, I honestly think this could overtake it. I really, really think so. Yeah, I think it could it could climb a little bit over over Skyfall. Because let's <laughs> Casino Royale and Quantum and Skyfall, they were made to set up and to give ammunition to a Bond film. And with Spectre, they made a Bond film. It's jumping across the country. There's, it's funny. There's ridiculous moments. There's cool layers. There's bad guys and all that, and just crazy setups and executions and action sequences. That 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 at a, at its heart is what the series is. I think people are looking to this to be Skyfall two instead of building on Skyfall. It's it's a it's a different thing. It's more traditional, I suppose, which is not for some reason not what people liked. And for with me, like I saw reviews saying this was the worst Bond film in thirty years, and I'm just like, where? What movie did you <laughs> did see? Did you not see Quantum of Solace? No. Did you not see Die Another Day? That's a horrible movie. That was that's absolutely terrible. But this, for me, for my money's worth, I could not have been happier with Spectre. I thought it was fantastic. And if not for a late showtime at a movie theater in Buffalo, I would have seen it again today. And I'm probably going to see it again sometime this week. I loved it. So there. Drops yeah, mic. I mean, <laughs> no. That's fine. No one hated it. That's fine. Here we are. That's fine. Well, I, just in general, this whole the, the, the Rotten Tomato score really has gotten to me. with because. I mean, I just don't... I mean, it's their opinions. I just... I don't... That well, their opinions are wrong. Okay? Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, uh... uh what's it? Uh... A movie came out this summer, uh, that Ryan Reynolds movie. Selfless. Selfless. That movie has like a 10% or something. I like that movie. I really liked it. I don't care that they don't like it. Like, why why, why does it matter? Because, unfortunately, critics these days have a little bit too much influence over how a movie does. And I feel like (laughs) people, these sound bites that everybody is hitting on are just, are going to keep people from seeing this movie when it's actually just, it's on par with everything else. I don't know uh, from the it's, series. I don't, I don't think it's that doesn't not gonna happen. It's it did well opening weekend. It had a uh, seventy five million. I think. Yeah. Um, it's gonna keep doing well. People love Bond. They're gonna keep seeing Bond. They've <laughs> seen him for fifty one years or whatever it was. Fifty fifty three years. They're gonna I need keep seeing movies him. all the time, and I'm, I just <laughs> don't. And I just I'm fine with people. If you want, if you don't like the movie enough or whatever, that's fine. I just. I, people need people need to figure out what this movie is, and I just don't. I feel like nobody's really getting a grasp on it. That this isn't well, Skyfall. Like, like, that's, like the the first three movies and what they were doing is not what this series is, and they're ultimately they're building to making a throwback Roger Moore era or Connery or something like that Bond film, which is exactly what they did. I I get I I get where you're coming from, and it's, that's fine. It's, that's you like it for that. The thing is, that's my that's I'm one of those people. That's one of those are my issues with it. Mm. Yeah, Here's my question: yeah. the other James Bond movies before Daniel Craig showed up, had they had a story arc before, like, 
over multiple films? Or were um, they all one-shot adventures? Hmm. Give me a second. Um, okay, uh, well, s- really the only time that's happened was or that they've had kind of a running story and something connecting them was Sean Connery's first round from Dr. No to You Only Live Twice. And that was actually through Spectre, the organization, in that, which which makes this, a, like I said, a throwback to the older ones. Because mm-hmm. it's pretty much like Spectre was this running kind of in the shadows kind of thing, and it didn't really, the whole, that storyline didn't come to a head until the fifth film, You Only Live Twice, which is kind of what this one is setting up to be, I guess, a, it's kind of, it's being a reboot of that first chunk of movies. So, yeah. All right. So this is this, it's the second time they've done it with the same, relatively the same kind of way. Of course, it's okay. different, but that's fair. I guess I was gonna say that what you were saying is that this is one big giant story arc. These four movies, mm-hmm. and I think it's gonna keep going on after this one. Tell you the truth, I think so too. I hope so. But. Yeah, I had no point. I don't know why I brought it up. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not, I think that's an important. <laughs> that's an important part of it. Is it that it's because that's something people are like? Oh, Bond movies are just these one-off. He gets introduced, he finds a villain, then he sleeps with a girl at the end. But that's not. That's ultimately not like people just. They need to be educated on this series. Honestly, we need to have a worldwide Bond viewing of just please film a night or something. But I, I'm I'm oh, I know I'm overreacting because I like I'm fond of the genre and these films so much. So I I get that, but. Um, yeah, just guys, what are, digging in a little bit, what are some, uh, what are just some more, some positives, positives that you pulled from it? Christoph Waltz. 1,000% Christoph Waltz. Fair. He was so good in this movie, it hurt me. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. And to see him as a Bond villain was incredible. Especially after the, I'm going to say the two weaker Bond villains that, not Javier Bardem, but, uh, Fuck, Mr. Green, Dominic or whatever Green. his name was. He was awful. And LeChauffeur wasn't great. great. Oh, I disagree. I loved him. He wasn't great. He wasn't awful. I'm not saying he was awful. Yeah. He's no Mr. Green. But, ugh, Quantum leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> but, oh yeah, he was good. Daniel Craig was good as always. I liked the new Bond girl. She held her own. Kind of. <laughs> For most of the movie, she did. And then she became a Danzel at the spoilers end. Yeah. Oh, are you spoiling if there's an end in the movie? To the movie? An, it actually it, ends. You guys, it, oh my God. At the spoiler, Danzel came after spoiler. You know, no, it didn't. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, oops. Um, yeah, just... um, Where was I going with that? Yeah, her character, I kind of... Was great until the end. Mm-hmm. Where she just decided to quit for some reason. I kind of do this again. Yeah, then I thought Jesus. that worked, but okay. Uh, I mean, it's all right. So was, but or can you? What are some? Uh, what are some things that you didn't really care for that kind of brought the movie down? I'm curious. That Christoph Waltz was only in three scenes. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I get that's a good. That's a fair criticism, and I can I can definitely see where you're coming from, but I thought that was awesome. Kind of have him being in the shadows, which is sort of the purpose of his character i kind of like that no what i think that if they um 
have him have Daniel Craig do another one. I think he should be the villain for the next movie. Absolutely. Like I think that that's what they were setting him up to do because they didn't kill him at the end. Mm-hmm. So they always kill him. I think. Um, yeah, I think he should be the villain. I think they're setting it up to be a very, very good villain. And this was a really good introduction. I just wish he was in it more. Mm. Josh, what about you? What are some mix of positives and negatives that you took away? Uh, I guess I'll start with the positives. Uh, again, uh, acting's great. Lisa Doe, I thought she was really great. Um, um, what else? Uh, I mean, Christoph Waltz, I, I, yeah, I love the guy. He's a great actor. Uh, I thought he was great in the movie. Um, when he When he is on screen... Uh, I'll get to my issue with him in a little bit, but uh, when he's on screen, he's fantastic. His again, just like Javier Bardem, his opening is great. Awesome. It's really great. So, so when he turns around and he just lets him know Bond is, he knows Bond is there. That was great. Um, so the action scenes are awesome. A lot of fun. Um, I do have a little bit of an issue with them. I'll get to it in a second, but I, overall, is a lot of fun with those. Uh, mainly the one on the train, the fight sequence. Oh yes, with uh, that was awesome. Uh, whatever his name is, Dave Bautista. Uh, Bautista. Um, he was. I, I also. I, I really enjoyed him in the movie. He only had one line, and it was great. <laughs> um, is he ever going to get to talk in a movie? More. Oh my gosh. I mean, he talk talked in. in uh, yeah, he talked in Guardians. Yeah. Oh, Guardians no, like I'm a lot. Indeed, oh, never mind. Right. But um, <laughs> still. But yeah, he. Uh, I, he was great in the movie. Um, what else did I really like? Uh, it was really well shot. Oh, my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, cinematography. Not quite as uh, beautiful to look at as a Skyfall, which was done by Roger Deakins. Yeah, this but, uh, this time around, we got, we got Hoyt Van Hoytema, who did Her, Interstellar, Tinker Tailor, Soldier <laughs> Spy, I should say. Yeah, he was... Oh my, his so shots looked, were gorgeous. Very, very good. You just listed two of my favorite movies. Thank you. Thank you. See, now you know why you liked it so much. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Um, and again, uh, so, I mean, I'm probably, I'm in the minority on this one, but I, I really, I really love the music in these last two Bond movies. Yep. Um, I brought him over, I brought him up before when I was talking about Finding Nemo, but, uh, Thomas Newman, he's done the score for Skyfall and, uh, Spectre. I, I love the score. They reused some of the themes that they introduced in the last one. Loved it. Um, it adds a lot for me. Um, yeah, I just wish, I wish I could make it like a 10 hour loop of that opening music when they're in Mexico City. That was just oh. so that. And that, that oh, it sounds uh, like sounds a train. Like a train. I love that, it. that reminds me of the opening, the opening in Mexico. That was mm-hmm. awesome, awesome, so, so was, good. Was, that first few minutes was one continuous uh, shot. That was really cool. Um, that kind of just walking around with uh, Daniel Craig in that like skull mask thing, yes. and then you get that reveal of Tim. And does, that was a lot of fun. That was really cool. Um, so uh, I guess now, since we have in the context of the film, what what are some thoughts on? Uh, Sam Smith's song and the title sequence. Uh, I still love the song, um, but it I don't know why it's in this movie. Mm. I loved the title sequence. I think the title sequence is the one thing they get consistently right, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. cool. Including, Including like, like Quantum of Solaces is great. The song is awesome in that. But oh god, I hated the song. <laughs> Oh, it was so boring. It was a great theme. Like, the, the int- instrumental that showed up later on was awesome. But just this, yeah, I agree with you. It's the <laughs> this, the <laughs> the title sequence is very hentai-influenced, I feel. Um, yeah. So I was, Thanks, Cody. Um, I, was wondering, uh, I know you get those jokes. Just, just curious. Have uh, either of you guys seen um, Nightmare on Elm Street 2? No. No. Okay. There's, it's a movie that has a lot of uh, 
know. Octopi. I'll just, be, I'll just be blunt about it. It has a lot of gay undertones. Nice. <laughs> so did Skyfall. I mean, that was an undertone. That was a, here, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, I got a lot of that from this title sequence. It, it's very, it looks cool. I just, that's something that like stuck out to me for some reason, especially with like the, I don't know, there was a lot of like, I mean, it had shirtless Daniel Craig in it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, was, it looked cool. Uh, and I, again, I love the song. Just, I didn't think it fit with this movie tone wise, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's just, just them. Um, I mean, I guess their their thing now after they kind of came away from it. I mean, with Chris Cornell back in two thousand five, that was a huge pick. But, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're obviously trying to. They're looking for the top of the charts kind of people, and that's going to burn you now, now and again. So I guess that's that's for them to decide. About broccoli's call me. I can give you some good, good ideas. Idea. Sam Mendes <laughs> is definitely going more kind of heavier with his music. Mm-hmm. Um, if like if you look at Adele and look at this, I mean it's very it's much different than Casino Royale, which is like almost like a rock song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it, it is, is a rock, rock song. song. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, whatever. Um, so guys, I guess since this is such a spoilery kind of movie, let's dig into specifics. I'm gonna start. So spoilers coming up for Spectre. Uh, Blofeld's back. What'd you guys think of it? I mean, from people who are a little outside of the James Bond zeitgeist. What were your thoughts on the reveal? I didn't know who that was. Me so neither. Was I still cool. don't know who that was. Who? He's the Joker of James Bond. Oh, is he? Like, you know, you know the character of Doctor Evil in Austin Powers. Yeah. He's based off of Blofeld. Like he's he's ba- he's Bond's arch nemesis. Like when he, oh really? Because yeah. his eye had that like. Scar. Oh, that looked great. I, I was like, I was like, that looks familiar. I've seen <laughs> that face somewhere before, and then I looked up the character. I was like, oh, this is old. This old character. Yeah. That's somewhere. It, it's, it's kind, kind of, of. I hate to use this, but it's that was kind of their con moment from yeah, that's Star exactly Trek Into Darkness. Was, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Like, I don't know why people are knocking the fact that he's Blofeld. Like, that's that's what they're doing. I know. I mean, I knew that they were coming in in a movie called Spectre with Christoph Waltz in the role. I knew that they were going to do this, and I still thought it was awesome. I don't think people understand that this is a reboot. This whole Daniel Craig is a reboot. That annoys me. What more do They're you They're like, need? oh, it's just to continue, right? No. Like, You're a continuation. Got him. Got him. Uh, <laughs> so, I, 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 I didn't even know that was a thing until right now, tell you the truth. Okay, wow. I've never seen those ones. Well, he's... Those old ones. Hmm, interesting. Josh, you were the same way, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I I heard that I I read some rumor at some point that he might be an old villain, and then I then I saw heard him say his actual name was Blofeld. I didn't really catch what he actually said, and then I saw him get the like the yeah he came back with the scar, and I was like, ah, oh, he looks different. I'm sure he's supposed to be some other villain. So yeah, Ernst Stavro Blofeld, the head of Spectre, looked awesome. But- uh, another thing, spoiler, that we can get into is how do you guys like the connections it made to the rest of the series? What were you- the rest of the series, like the whole series, or just the, the rest of the Craig series? series? The rest of the Craig films, I yeah. should say, yeah. I loved it. Right. Oh, I loved it so much. That was... I'm sorry, what did you say? I didn't really pick up on many. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, it, was it was all heavy. over the place. Yeah. Um, the title Especially at the end. Yeah, the, the end when with the or Vesper's tape in that secret room, and they showed, they had, there was a shot of like the octopus with... Blowfell at the top, and then like all of Bond's previous villains as the tentacles. It was yeah, it was very heavy. Oh, it was incredible. Like you saw I'm the movie, right? The one thing you saw the movie. No, I'm just kidding. Right? I'm messing with you. The one thing I didn't uh, 
especially didn't like about Quan Rosales and one of my one things they had a problem with with uh what's that one Skyfall was that they set up this really cool like conspiracy theory story and then those next two movies barely addressed it and then in this one it's just like oh yeah we addressed it the whole time you just were too stupid to realize it well with the with the end of quantum of solace they kind of they do they hit on obviously with with it in the title they hit on quantum a little bit but that that movie's kind of to end i guess vesper story where at the end he kind of gives up on quantum because he knows that there's to bar the line from the dark Knight rises there's nothing for him there and he just sort of gives it up and then Skyfall was just Skyfall was the it's just Skyfall that just they just like all right we need to make a great movie and they did, but I I like how it gelled in it was it kind of reminded I me it was great. to bring, I guess since we're bringing that up it did remind me of um of the Dark Knight trilogy in a way because you got assume just let's take let's just say that Quantum of Solace and Casino Royale one movie that's kind of your Batman Begins Skyfall is your Dark Knight and then Spectre is your Dark Knight Rises that kind of ties it together. Absolutely. Yeah. I see for that. For me, that works. I, I have another analysis for that that I'll get to later. But um, uh, another thing I actually wanted to point out that I loved is uh, the team dynamic in this movie. Uh, oh. You have, so mm-hmm. you last in Skyfall, they introduced the new M, by, uh, who played by uh, Ralph Fiennes. And then, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Money Penny. Um, I'm not, I'm not. Naomi Harris. Harris. No, Naomi Harris. Uh, she's awesome. And then you have uh, Q. Uh, from who played by uh, Ben Wishaw. Um, they were introduced in the last movie, and they're kind of more involved this time, and they're kind of a bit of a team working kind of individually with uh, Bond. I really mm-hmm. loved seeing that stuff. I really want to see more of that stuff. That was really exciting to me. I thought that was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I loved it. I thought Q especially, um, he shined in this movie. He was great. He had some really funny lines. I, I love it. I have, I have a mortgage and two cats to feed. That really, that hit home for me. <laughs> Same. I was yeah, but I'm just. I think as a movie going experience, I think that that's where I really connected with this movie because I, I saw this uh, down in NYC this past summer with my, with my lady friend, and she like the two of us were just losing our minds because with all the the big kind of. The big sequences and the funny moments and the 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 whole spectacle of the thing. I I feel like we're getting a little narrow or kind of tunnel vision on this, but this is these kind of movies are ultimately spectacles. And I just thought it was this one was just blew me away. Like just with the action sequences, especially and the globe trotting that it did, it was just so cool. But um, what what do you guys what do you guys make make of how kind of how the scale is sort of blown up since Skyfall? with it oh, okay um i guess i guess i'll just get into that then um uh it's it, i still i get i still had a lot of fun with the action it's just at times i felt more like i was watching fast and furious rather than a james bond daniel craig movie yeah it was just that one scene uh there was the there was a scene where he's chasing them on a plane that was, oh, that was awesome I, it was fun but the thing is it just it kind of it was one of those kind of jumping the shark things for me Mm. Um, I thought it, it was just a little too wacky, a little too kind of like more traditional, silly James Bond stuff. Um, not silly, like in a bad way, but just like, you know, more, more, less realistic, less grounded. Um, 
which is what I've loved about these movies is that I mean, the Casino Royale was a, was a reboot. It's supposed to be a reboot of a newer James Bond. It's supposed to it was set up to be a more grounded James Bond, and they followed through with that in the in the last two, um, with Skyfall definitely being a bigger movie, but still retaining that element to it. Aside from the Komodo dragons in Skyfall, that was weird. Um, those 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 weird those were weird to me. But um, uh, but then this one, it's kind of. It definitely felt almost like a love letter to older James Bond movies, which, I mean, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. To me, it's just, I don't think that maybe they pulled it off that well, and I don't think maybe this is the movie to do it, or maybe they could have done it over the span of maybe another two movies. I don't know, I just, I think it was a bit jarring for me. Um, some of the action was just a little too over the top. Um, and I, I'm probably, I know you guys probably love this, the ejector seat. Oh my god, no, please. Yeah, I didn't, here's, a, I, I. That was so cool. It was fun, it was cool, but at the same time, it didn't fit for me. It felt a little out of place. Um, it, it was cool to see, and when he lands and he has that, uh, the uh, parachute just go down, he just throws it and he walks away, and the guy's looking at him, that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, just, just some of stuff like that, just a little too much for me in this specific type of movie. Uh, coming, it's it, it's still supposed to be set in the same world as Skyfall and Casino Royale, and to me, at some points, it just didn't feel like it was. So that's that's kind of my hmm. thing with the action and the bigger uh, spectacle aspect. Hmm. Okay, you're wrong, but um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But okay, well, I mean, that's to each his own, I suppose. But I, I, yeah, uh, Cody, would you? What would you say was your favorite overall sequence, I guess, of the movie? Favorite sequence, huh? Yeah. It's tied between um, the opening mm-hmm. and probably the uh, the finale, to tell you the truth. Yeah, how, oh, that was something else, wasn't The it? finale was awesome. Yeah, uh, just uh, real quick, for me, I think my favorite... Um, I think my favorite sequences sequence at least was that uh, that space of time in the in Austria up in the mountains, the snowy mountains, and the, oh, that was the cool clinic too. and that car chase or plane chase, whatever you want to call it, was uh, was just so cool. But I just like I said, I love the I love the whole thing. But uh, kind of digging into the finale, I, I suppose. Uh, first of all, what did you guys make of the setup of Bond having to rescue uh, Leah Seydoux in the old dis- burnt up, destroyed MI6 building? Was that cool or was that cool? It was cool. Um, I don't know about her being a damsel in distress, but I'm surprised feminists aren't mad about this movie, to tell you the truth. It's because James Bond is the biggest, he's like the biggest misogynist ever, and that's why I love him. He's great. <laughs> but no, I thought... He's cool, but that's just his character, and he owns it. It's... That whole thing was awesome, especially the confrontation between Bond and uh, Christoph Waltz. And they're just talk- I just I want to hear Christoph Waltz talk all the time to me, <laughs> even if he's telling me how I'm gonna die if I leave my girlfriend <laughs> to explode in my old workplace. Nice. Like uh, I just I love it. It's awesome. Uh, Josh, do you have any thoughts uh, on uh, that last I, I a, set piece? I have another thought that's gonna bum you out. So okay, okay. okay. I, you know what? No, it's I actually I didn't mind it. It's just it's. <laughs> To me, this is where that comparison to Dark Knight Rises comes in. Um, okay, because, I can take it. Yeah. So to me, it's like the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. Um, 
Skyfall, I mean, obviously, I don't think Skyfall is anywhere near that good, but Skyfall is a great movie. So to me, this is the sky quality-wise. This is sky. This is Skyfall. Dark Knight is Skyfall, and this Spectre is Dark Knight Rises. So I think to me overall, it's it has a lot of issues. Uh, there's a lot of messy things, um, and then like with the Dark Knight Rises, one of my major issues is the third act. Um, it's it's I still really enjoy watching it, and I think it's solid-ish. But my main issue with the Dark Knight Rises was it had a bit kind of just cliches. And I felt the same with this one. It's just, there's a bomb. We have to stop it in time. You know, for the big... It just, it's... This is the franchise I, for the most I, I, part I know, invented the cliches. I know, I know, but it's still, it just, I don't... It's just not... I think they should try something different. Um, mm-hmm. and, and again, it's still enjoyable. I didn't. It didn't, like, make me like, hate the movie or anything. I still had fun watching it. It's just, mm-hmm. from a critical point of view, it's just, you know... We, you know, it's like, oh, he set up a bomb. He's got to get it in time. You know, he's got to save save the girl. You know, um, we didn't. They didn't do that in Casino Royale. They didn't do that. Definitely didn't do that in Casino Royale. They didn't do that in Skyfall. So, I just, I, I've liked that this these they movies are kind of. They didn't Skyfall. Skyfall. You have to save, save them. Girl. I, save them. The boss girl, if you would. Yeah, Judy, Judy Dent, Dent. She had to save her. her. Not, you know what I mean. He did, not, not, but not in this, not in this way. <laughs> pretty, pretty similar though. though. No, the bad, bad guys are coming. They're gonna. She died. Destroy, destroy the place. place. Well, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying he did it well. Here he succeeded. <laughs> he, but he failed. Yeah, that was sort of the. Not, not, not just to save the girl, but in in that kind of just stereotypical spy hero way. But he's, but he's the stereotype. stereotype. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna end up talking in circles about this. But I, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah, this is, the thing is, I feel, feel like it didn't push the envelope. To me, because that, that's what I love about these movies, is the is Casino Royale and Skywalk, they push the envelope. They okay. they did things differently than what do you expect of a James mm-hmm. Bond movie. And this one kind of went back to the basics. Which I, I get why you would like that. I mean, you love these movies for that reason. You love the older movies. To me, it's just like, Let's let's you know continue this progress we've been making, instead of taking a yeah. step backwards. But I, but I, I feel I like, feel like ta- completing that progress that Skyfall set up would be, in a way, taking a step backwards because you you sort of fall into your own. Okay, we need to out Skyfall ourselves. Like Casino Royale and Skyfall were different movies because they twisted it up and they reinvented, even though they were it, living it within the same kind of, you know, continuity. I guess. From an artistic standpoint, they were still, they were still kind of, they were still changing things up, and I expect the next one will will do the same. And this one, just the the change up that it made, just so happened to be, uh, like like we said, like I said, a throwback to Adventures of Old, which is kind of. Uh, I just wish it did it. Oof. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just. All right, I can just, like I I, I appreciate them. Do, I, not a, I don't know if I say appreciate. I can. I'm fine with them doing that. Like, they've done that in other movies where they kind of do a throwback to the original uh, source material or franchise, whatever. Um, I just mm-hmm. think there's... Way, the way they went about it could have been handled a lot better um, or done in a more interesting or creative way. Um, I gotta ask, where does this fall among your spy, spy movies of this, of this, of this year? Um, yeah. Again, uh... I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Um, how many we have? Like five, six? 
Yeah, something, yeah, like, something that. like that. I have, again, I haven't seen a uh, Man from Uncle yet. Um, oh, right. Uh, I probably put it. We had Mission Impossible, and then we had mm-hmm. Kingsman. Those are my top two: Kingsman, Kingsman, and then Mission Impossible are my number, top one and two. And then we had a uh, Spy, and then we had Bridges. 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 Spies. Does that count? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. It's got spies. Uh, give put, it to it. <laughs> then I probably go Kingsman, MI5. And uh, Bridge of Spies, and then <sighs> Spy, and then Spectre, and then I'm oh pretty, I'm pretty sure there's one. I, I I love Spy, so that's not a this, that's not like a that's, okay. that's not like a diss. I love Spy, but um, and I think there's one other, but I can't remember. Um, I'll I'll tell you mine. This will make you happier, Mason. Thank you. It's, it's um, Spectre <laughs> sandwiched in between Kingsman and the Man from Uncle, mm-hmm. because I just. Loved Kingsman. Everything about it, the fact that it came out in February was why I loved it so much, to tell you the truth. It was something good to watch in February. <laughs> and just you keep watching it, and it's great every time you watch it. I imagine Spectre's going to be the same way. Keep watching it. It's going to get better every time. So I I liked it. I liked it a lot. Well, as shocking as this may seem, this is far and away my favorite spy film of this year, and that's like, no, it's not even close, really. I, th- I think, honestly, Kingsman might Kingsman be my might least favorite of all the really? movies that came out. It really might be. I thought that movie was just – I didn't think it was very good, honestly. I thought – I don't know. I can't remember what I said in our first uh, – epi- the last episode, but I think if I were to grade that, that's like a six and a half, seven for me. I thought it was just fine. But this is just like – for me, this is like, okay, all right, Man from Uncle, Mission Impossible, Kingsman, Spy, Bridge of Spies. You guys, that's good. The – go back to the kids table the adults are here with an actual bond film and all those are are derivative of but but that's an interesting interesting conversation there's been a lot of them this year this has been a yeah i, I will say this, this, is the, yeah. this is probably the best year for spy movies ever yeah. i mean yeah. as far as i can remember i can't remember a year we've even had this many honestly yeah like it's it's so <laughs> skyfall must have done it with it making a billion dollars of it spy movies are fast-tracked god bless it <laughs> Alright, uh, guys, do you have any final thoughts before we. Uh, oh, that was. I had, oh, that one, was, too. I had one too. Never okay, mind, never mind. Go ahead. Um, so, there's just one, one other uh, issue I had with it. And again, I loved okay. Christoph Waltz. He's he's fantastic when it's on screen. He's so good. You're um, on thin ice, buddy. Don't say anything I'm bad. bad. Not about, not about <laughs> him. Um, but, um, uh, and I'm really glad. I'm so, so happy they didn't kill him off because now we might get to see him in another movie and he could be even better. I'm really excited about that, um, but I think he was really underused. Um, I wanted more of him, and I didn't think he was developed enough to the point where I really felt like you. I felt his presence when he was there, but I didn't. When he was not there, I was kind of, I kind of just forgot about him. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit of an issue to me. It was, it's not like a, it didn't like hugely bother me. That's not my main issue with the movie or anything. But uh, it just, it just, I really think they could have done a lot more with him. And I get, I'm again, I think they're definitely going to do something with him in a future movie, maybe the next one. Um, but I just think they had a huge opportunity to do something incredible, uh, making even possibly the best James Bond villain ever. Um, and technically they could, since he's supposed to be the best James Bond villain ever, according to Mason. But... Um, 
I didn't say that. I didn't say that. He's the Joker. Associate that with in, in terms of like you know in that relationship, Joker, Batman, Joker, uh, Batman so Bond, Blofeld. In, okay, so he's just like the most known James Bond. Okay, yeah. Uh, but he's not my like, up to every to a lot of people. He'll be like, oh yeah, he's the best Bond villain, but not to me. I like Silva more oh, really? than him yeah. personally. Um, but yeah. But um, yeah. So again, I'm really excited to see what they do with him down the line. Um, but I just wish they use utilized him more here. Um. Uh, any any other flaws are really just minor little things. I just think I think it could have been tightened up a little bit. I think it's a little too long, um, for what it is. Not long enough. Not long enough, right? It was like Daniel Craig. Yep. This is like two and a half hours. Um, I think it's the longest one period. I think it could have been uh, tightened up a little bit. Story was a little hit and miss, but mainly that just goes with the tone issues I was talking about before. But overall, again, I I had a really fun time watching it. Issues aside, uh, I think this is way better than Quantum of Solace. Um, not in my top ten of the year or anything, and it's not as good as Skyfall or Casino Royale, but it's a fun movie, um, and I hope Daniel Craig comes back for more. I'm I'm pretty sure he's signed on for another one, but I'm, yeah, he's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna be back. Okay. I want to see. I just want to see one more. I want him to end the arc. Get revenge for Vesper finally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, guys. Uh, any again? Anything else? Any last crosses to bear? Um, what about the subplot that everyone ignored? Uh, uh, What's subplot? I, I, the the nine, the nine eyes, eyes, the surveillance. Did you oh, notice how it's oh, the okay. exact plot to Captain America: Winter Soldier? No, it's similar. I don't like. It's similar I don't like to Captain it. America: Winter Soldier that much, but uh, no, no, it's. It's fine. It, it, that you have to have that in a movie yeah. like this, with 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 the issues that it's addressing, with information surveillance. I was fine with it. It it lingered for it lingered fine. It gave me a little bit of a breather from the main action, and it tied into the story. And we got well. to see Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, good old, good old. So I don't think it was the worst thing that ever happened, but I know some people really had a problem with it, saying it was like the worst part of the movie. It took them out of the action. Those people are wrong. Yeah, they like. When I say it could have been tightened up, probably that's the stuff I would have cut down on. Just like it's the le- it was the least interesting to me. So, yeah. People don't like Spectre people don't like Specter because they don't know the series. There it is. People love Skyfall so much because it's pretty much Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's your TLDR. If everybody was as right up on the Bond series as I was, as I am, I think this would be eighties, eighties, nineties. But alas, not everybody. Loves them as much as I do. That's okay. Grades time. Let's do it. Cody, let's go with you. Nine. Solid. Josh? Um, I'm going with eight. Well, hold on to your holsters, babies. This is a ten. Favorite Whoa, year so crazy. Far. So surprising. Um, yeah, not very surprising. <laughs> hey, my, my, my girlfriend said she loved it. So if, if, she, if it can appeal to a Bond fan or somebody who hasn't seen any of the movies, I feel like that's a big win. There so, it is. But until then. Look at that. I kind of, Josh, you're kind of mad at me that I didn't really. You, I, I think you can tell that I've pretty much stuck to my guns, and this has been a ten for a long time. Right? Well, it was, <laughs> it's, your, it's your Star Wars. It was a ten before yeah. it even came out. Honest, honestly, it was. I, I hate myself for doing that. Be like, because you got a great movie on its own merits, but when I was reading all these negative reviews, I'm like, I think I'm gonna like that. I'm probably gonna like that. That's gonna work for me. And honestly, I was right on everything. I loved all. I loved everything that people hated. Did you guys watch uh, Breaking Bad? Yeah, I love Never. it. Never. No. Um, you remember that the episode before the finale, I think it was, 
it's like um, it's the Ozymandias episode where I'm, I don't want to really spoil it, but you know that thing that Hank says to that Nazi? It's exactly what Mason was like for this movie. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What it, what no, it's don't just that it was, it was a 10 a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. I think I get what you're saying. Uh, I'd link it to you. I, I, just, I want you to watch Breaking a, Bad, though. That's a perfect reference. That's true. I should. I really gotta watch, start watching that. But maybe next. Maybe I will on on a on a certain long distance trip. I might be making. You never know. But all right, guys. Let's let's move into the end of the finale here. What's uh, what have you guys been ingesting media wise? Josh, what about you, birthday boy? Uh, what have I been ingesting? Um. You know what? I'll talk about this. Uh, the other day, I, uh, for the first time in a while, I sat down and watched uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Number yeah. two. Yeah, because the Great other day, I remember last week or something, uh, one of you brought it up, said you used to watch it all the time, and I was like, yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. me. And I was like, I, for some reason, I couldn't stop thinking about it since then. I was like, I want to watch this. <laughs> I want to see Gilbert Lord Rockheart. Oh, great character. I've honestly, I've been in the same boat, Josh, and I've kind of been living vicariously through you, but <laughs> I'm I'm saving up for my Harry Potter uh, marathon, all movie, all eight movies in one day. Uh-huh. I don't even think that's possible. That's, that's, I don't think there's it enough is, time in the is. day. I did it last year. I woke up at four in the morning, and I put in uh, Sorcerer's Stone. I went all day. How much Monster did you drink? None. None How'd at you all. Stay Ice away? water, baby. Oh, that's all my I need. God. I, yeah, I've get done, on my level. I, I can't. I marathon them like at least once a year, usually, but I do it over a week. I do like one movie a day, and then I do part one and part oh. two of Deathly Hollows in one night. You're such a lightweight. I need to be able to be awake when I'm watching. <laughs> I stay awake. It's easy. Well, I did actually. No, funny story though. I did. I I did mine. Harry Potter marathon. I think the 27th of la- uh, last December. So it was a couple days after Christmas. It was freezing outside. After every movie, I went and stood outside for five minutes in the in the freezing cold, and it woke me right up. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, <laughs> I, I self abused myself to stay awake for Harry Potter. That's commitment. It was awesome. It was. But yeah, Chamber of Secrets. Love it. Still loved it when I saw it when I was a wee lad. Uh, still love it. Seen it a million times. I'll see it a million more. It's my second favorite franchise behind. The obvious space fights, but um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, lo- I love Dark, these movies. Fifty Shades uh, of Grey trilogy. I love Favorite Secrets. Uh, really fun. I'm really sad that uh, the original Dumbledore wasn't able to continue. That is that's a bummer. But uh, yeah, great movie. So it's one of my. I don't know if I'd say it's one of my favorites, but it's near the top of the uh, how I'd rank them. Hmm. Interesting. He's usually near near the bottom, but interesting. Very cool. But I, I love it. No, I have way more issues with uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. We actually, we have a te- I have a tentative Harry Potter schedule uh, episode scheduled for, uh, for next for coming up pretty soon. So we'll we'll be able to air our grievances. Uh, Cody, what about you? I have two things. I've been listening cool. to the new Coldplay single that came out. Did you nice. hear it? Do you yeah, like it? It's awesome. Oh, it's so good! I can't wait for the album. It sounds like they're having fun again. Yeah. Oh, ghost stories was such a disappointment for me did you hear that I, I read an article that chris martin said that um the the way that riff came about is he asked johnny buckland to do a guns and roses riff, <laughs> and he's like okay and he came back with that I'm like awesome no chris has said that that's like his favorite song of theirs because it's great it's pretty crazy Good all right and two 
Um, Fallout 4 came out technically today. I got it last night at midnight, and I, that's going to take over my life for probably the next few weeks. Congrats. Until I fail school, so. Yeah, that's me. Just collect those bottle caps, It's fun. I, can't, I love it so far. Collect those bottle caps. Buy it. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I've honestly on a serp- on a secret society kind of kick, so I will officially, even though we talked about it previously, Batman: Court of Owls, Part One, Part Two, incredible Batman story, probably the most underrated. If you uh, if you're put off by the amount of attention and hysteria that comes over Dark Knight Returns, which let's all agree is just only pretty good. I think I'm not. I'm not agreeing good. with not, you. I'm not agreeing. It's, with not it's amazing. It's phenomenal. Really? I'm a huge. Really, I'm a huge Batman. Wow. That's, it's that's so my favorite good. Batman story of all time. Wow. I love Court of Owls. That's that probably is my really? favorite. Court of Owls is like two years old though. I know. That's that's impressive. I love it. I, I love not, it. Love I it. Love it. But yeah, Court of Owls is great. It's a secret society. Everybody's an owl. Can't it's get pretty good, that, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting tense right now thinking about Gotham the TV show. Trying to integrate it, like, oh god, don't, don't just, don't keep killing something I love. <laughs> that episode of South Park, with a. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right, well, guys, that was uh, that was a fun episode. Thanks for letting me geek out in the same way you, you deserve did, it, so. Mason. Road goes both ways, I suppose. But uh, until next time, you guys. Uh, well, actually, you, you guys want to talk for a quick second on air? We'll do this right now about what, what the heck we want to do yeah, next sure. week. Or do you want to see the 33 in theaters? Oh, no. I, I, don't, I have no idea what's coming out next week. So. Uh, um, yeah, it's, I, I had by the sea penciled in, but no theater near me is playing it or Cody. Well, there it is. So. Um, I have an happening. idea. Uh, since okay. we have, okay. again, I brought this up to you guys earlier, but... Uh, since the holiday season is uh, right around the corner, or almost, it will be by next week. Um, I figured maybe we could kind of do—I don't know if we want to do a top five or top ten, or just kind of a general discussion on uh, our favorite uh, Christmas or holiday movies. That would be a good one. Another thing I just thought of, because it fits into my schedule, what I was doing. I'm probably this weekend going to be getting smashed and watching some Quentin Tarantino movies. If we want to talk about our favorite Tarantino movies, but why now? (laughs) Because there's nothing coming out next week. Oh, and you're just oh, you just pick Tarantino. We could do that. We could have a little mini discussion on that when uh, Hateful Eight comes out. That too. I got. (laughs) Did I ever tell you guys I don't like the Kill Bill movies like at all? I haven't seen them. Um, So no, and you're just wrong. But that's okay. (laughs) You. You're a hater, and I hate you. <laughs> okay, so we've got we got Quentin Tarantino. We've got uh, top five favorite Christmas movies in there. Uh, what would I what would I want to do? Hmm. Let's. <laughs> huh. You know, we'll, we'll talk about this weekend. But I I I'm liking John's yeah, it's idea. Probably that's something more, you don't really get to talk better. about too much. <laughs> I won't <laughs> remember mine. <laughs> nice. Well, if you guys, well, I guess tentatively, top five Christmas specials. That would be, or Christmas Holiday. Be a lot of fun. Star Wars, Ta- Star Wars Holiday Absolutely. Special? That's number one. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Come on. Give me that. a little smile. Can you give me a little smile? Creepy Luke. Can't get enough. <laughs> I hope that's his first line in Force Awakens. <laughs> Ray comes in. Give me a little smile. <laughs> Under his creepy Jedi cloak. Living in a cave. <laughs> uh. Awesome. <laughs> I want that. 
Who just has like a. Uh, <laughs> What was he? he has like a, a Wookiee just chained up to the wall, <laughs> and they don't subtitle the Wookiee or have anyone translate. Just <laughs> smile, just give, give me a little smile. He was insane. He's like Yoda at the beginning of Empire when he's pretending to be nuts. Oh my gosh, what are we? Anyways, uh, yeah. So guys, keep keep an eye out for next week. We're gonna have we'll we'll have something special planned to maybe get into the holiday season. We'll be, could be pouring some eggnog, kicking some back. But until then, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter. Leave a good old five-star review. Tell us, or one star, tell us how much we mm-hmm. suck. We, we how can wrong take it, you least. are about um, Kill Bill being bad. Hashtag Spectre. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do another, I'll do a Spectre episode by myself. You never know. But, guys, well, I'll talk to you next week. Have a, enjoy it. Josh, cheers. Thank Happy you. birthday. Bye, everybody.